Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vida y Vino, brought to you by the Bro Tasis Network channel, conglomerate, environment, culture, corporation. Brought to you by the Bro Tasis Corporation, the B Colony, Colony. <laughs> and joining you today, as always, it's me, your lovely host, who knows the most, Phil Golden Corral. With me today, as always, is the big tech daddy himself, the Fred Durst of podcasting, Luis Pablo. Thank you. And we are off to a hot start, but I wouldn't have it any other way with the one and only in the room, Juan Mother Effin. Legend, how are you doing, buddy? What's up, my brother? How was your week? You okay? Look like you got attacked by a, a tripod. Uh, no, 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 it just jumped at me. Just jumped at you? Yeah, it's not a big deal. Well, it's a well. It's a good thing you're not Puerto Rican, because you know a lot of things would be jumping at you, like the weather and lightning and what women. Have you. <laughs> women, <laughs> women love them some Puerto Ricans mm-hmm. and men too. We'll talk about that on top of the hour today. We're going to be discussing. Everything from Puerto Rican news to hurricanes to kids seeing ghosts. Ah. <laughs> ah. A little Kid Cudi reference there. Uh, but we're, today we're going to be starting off with a nice, delicious, um, what is this, New Glarus Oktoberfest? Yeah, that's right, Phil. Nice job. Yeah, I'm pretty good at this. What can I say? People can even say that we do this as a hobby, that we drink for fun, which is... Uh, it's a real sacrifice. Yeah. On our so livers. Yeah. Our pride. Exactly. Exactly. We're sacrificing our bodies for the people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. What does that taste like to you? I'm about to find out. See, usually for the New Glarus family, I'm a big uh, spotted cow guy. You know, maybe a little bit of fat tire, maybe even a little bit of the, uh, what is that, flying squirrel? Yeah. Or fat squirrel? Fat squirrel. squirrel. My bad. Flying squirrels is, you know, my favorite animal out there. Mm, mm, mm. Ouchie mama, wow. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't expect that to be that bold of a taste. What is this, a stag? Right? Yeah, that's it's called Staghorn Oktoberfest. Staghorn Oktoberfest. You know what's pretty interesting about the uh the word stag? Going stag is like a term for like guys that like just become celibate, right? Or like is that bachelors? Or am I am I am I getting this wrong? I thought That's it was a, a term for bachelors. I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was like oh yeah, I thought it was a term for bachelors. Like I, stags are a bunch of single guys. He's gone. Yeah, a bunch of single guys. Yeah, stag. He's gone stag. Yeah, so it means going unaccompanied by a person of the opposite sex to a social event. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. John decided to go stag to his roommate's party. Okay. The girls decided to go stag to the dance. It means like it's just you with either by yourself or with the boys or maybe non-genderless friend if you also recognize as a non-genderless person Mm -hmm. and to anybody wondering luis is an awesome source for this because he's our most knowledgeable source on anything uk related specifically soccer so i just (laughs) assume that translates over to the whole culture oh yeah yeah they're very proper over there overseas you know especially in time of a crisis right now yeah bit sad in it 
And it, and anyways, it, we didn't get to the beer, buddy. What yeah, please describe the beer. Oh yeah, the staghorn. It's a beautiful, bold taste. Um, you know, honestly, I I would pair this uh, blue moon. If anyone's familiar to a nice blue moon taste, nice citrusy, bold, um, full body taste. Right. It's a little bit dark since it's a staghorn. I was gonna say like for me it felt very malty and like almost like silky and thick, like almost a way like a dark porter beer drinks. But this isn't a dark beer. Um, it just feels like yeah, kind of malty and silky. By malty, do you mean like a, like a nineteen forties like pharmacy vibe to it? You go no, in there, I mean, you get like, like a nice malt. Like almost uh, like walking into a pizza shop and you smell the yeast in the air. You know, oh. like that kind of like malty in your mouth. You know. Yeah. No, it's a good thing. Like, I mean, when you're talking about beers, like, yeah, if there you were is, like a malt level to it, if you were describing, it just means like bold, you know, like okay, okay. If you were describing anything else, I mean, it it sounds horrendous, but you describe yeah. a beer and you're like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's what that tastes like. Nice. Hobby. What did you think though, though? I know this is one of your favorite beers, and uh, not introduced, but still present in the room is uh, Leo. Yep. We got to come up with a nickname for Leo. Yeah, I was gonna say it'll that'll come, come naturally. That'll, that'll come, come naturally and later. Yeah. 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 I completely uh, forgot about that. It's good to be back. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, Thank you. I don't know. I've really liked Oktoberfest beers. I literally just started drinking them like last year, but they just, they do make you feel like fall. Like they're a bit more full and just like, they're smooth. I, I've always found them smooth. They're not like as aggressive as like other beers where you like drink them and you get like this big flavor. A big like, head rush. Like an IPA or a <laughs> yeah, hop, like, like super IPAs hoppy. They're just like you taste them and you like taste all that right away. But these are like a bit more full. I've always liked them because, like, even the other brands that have Oktoberfest, they've always been good. They haven't disappointed me yet. Hell yeah. It's a good, you did mention that it's a good full drink, you know? Like, mm-hmm. It's a good, like, put on a good sweater, get a nice bowl of chili, go out there, enjoy a good dark beer. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. A few of us are dressed for the weather today. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking sixty degrees out, and you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, you on the odd duck here? I was trying to look around. You looked around the room. I was like, maybe later. You know, you know that saying: if there's one asshole in a group, and you don't know who the asshole is, it's you. It's you. That was you looking around the room. Jeez, I wonder who they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, really sad. It's sad that you, you're, everybody's cold here. <laughs> I'm over here warm. That's fucking a, beautiful. Juan has a flannel, right? With oh, a yeah. nice, cold, like, fall Dude, beard. Exactly. Y'all, y'all want to know something? This is my first, like, ever, like, real flannel. Everything else I've ever gotten has been, like, some Target shit, like, Route 21 shit. Today, I went against the curve, and I got some from Costco. Hell so, yeah. This thing, like, 15 bucks. Dude, I can't wait till you what get a, a, a new pair of Reeboks, like, <laughs> little white sneakers, little hiking boots. The little Nike hiking Air hats. Monarchs. Yeah, <laughs> The exactly. classic dad shoe. Dude, I got, come on, New Balances, guys. I'm going <laughs> to be a stylish dad. He's got to walk around. New, dude, New mileage. Balances are in right now. Everybody's wearing the, yeah. the 669s and the 572s. I mean, it's crazy how much those shoes popped off in the last couple of years. New Balance and Champion? I remember Champion when you used to get dogged for sure. on for wearing New Balances. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you wore that shit in high school, your ass was, like, getting dogged on. <laughs> Bro, who invited the poor? Yeah. <laughs> if you, your family got like some like assistance from the church or whatever, get like people <laughs> rocking on new shoes, showing your friends and like you know. But you did you did uh, touch on another one, which is champion champion like 
fuck champion and starter isn't like starter is a little bit more under the, under the radar and but one I, I'm, <laughs> and I'm waiting for anyone right. to take off i'm investing I mean, in that with the recent documentary that's been put out it's mm-hmm. dude it's fucking crazy you have a documentary yeah so there was a recent there was a 30 for 30 a couple of years ago on espn but netflix just did a, a four documentary part series on different sporting related things and the first one was on the rise and fall of and one which for those who don't know mm-hmm. um it was a very popular uh basketball brand that started off as t-shirts and most people know it for the reality show that became uh and one which was and one street ball where they did like a tour across the country and it was literally like fake rules basketball like literally nba street brought, brought mm-hmm. to life but you got to see like did how everybody in this room i know you did and, and you did 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 you hear about that like particular basketball team the and one street ball yeah yeah i know what it was with like hot sauce in them yes yeah the professor i was i was sitting in a they were essentially like a like a different like competitive like globetrotters they were like the opposite to the globetrotters Mm -hmm. you know all right spectacle going around like just schooling local teams or performing against them to each other hell yeah that does sound like a doing scrimmages documentary yeah i mean the documentary itself is amazing and they still on youtube you can actually find some of the old mixtapes that they would make um, but yeah, like film, Damn, they had mixtapes. That's what they were called. They were called like and one mixtape. And what they would do uh, in order to sell merchandise, mm. they would say you can get a free uh, VHS copy as long as you buy one thing that's and one. Well, everybody's going to buy the T-shirts first because they're the cheapest item. But then eventually people would buy like the shoes and uh, Vince Carter during probably the most iconic Vince Carter dunk contest uh, when he was with the Raptors. He actually wore the and one uh, Tai Chi's, which are the white and red. Sh- I mean, it's an amazing photo. Shout out Drake, Toronto rappers. Exactly. No, it's it's awesome. I highly recommend the documentary and go check out some of that stuff. Dude, ESPN puts out bangers, the thirty for thirties, and like those are usually really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have- Netflix made this one, but they did make a thirty for thirty back in the day, Hell a couple yeah. years ago. They do not miss Buster Douglas, the one with uh, him and uh, Mike Tyson. You know who Buster Douglas is. No, I'm not familiar. No? He was also a boxer, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, when Mike Tyson was going on his hot streak, um, you know, I think he just got out of jail at this point. So, he was already, you know, went in with, like, the baddest man, you know, on the planet reputation. And um, he had his return fight from prison after he raped his wife, you know. By rape, he held her down and performed congolitis? Congolungi? Kunalungai? Yeah. How do you say that? Because it's plural. Kunalungai. Kunalungai. Yeah, there's more than one lip. Yeah. So you got to get in there. Jesus Christ. I don't know if you guys are messing with no, me. Man, it's no, man. Why, why would we want you to look foolish? Yeah. <laughs> you can do that yourself. <laughs> Jesus Anyways, Christ. Anyways, Kunalungai. And the, the, the ESPN thing is called um, uh, Betting the Odds or some shit like that. And the odds were like, oh, no, it's a 1 to 10 or some shit like that. The odds were so low for Buster Douglas. Who was like to beat this, his ass. Like, yeah, essentially to win the fight. And like the whole uh, ESPN 30 for 30 follows like Buster Douglas and like his mom. Like he got a phone call from his mom and saying that like, don't fight Mike Tyson. Like I because said. Because you're going to die. Said, yeah. <laughs> Every person that went against Tyson at this point just got murked, murdered. Right? Usually first round, yeah. And then he went to jail. So like, fuck, he's, he's just been getting mean and, you know, in prison or whatever. He gets out. They had the big fight in Tokyo, I think, or over in, over overseas, over in the uh, the Asian countries over there. And uh, yeah, Buster Douglas uh, got him right. Uh, upset, 
What? Did I not say that wrong? No, no you're, you're good. Just, you're good. You're good. I just love your style. Yeah. I'm cultured. What am, what am I, I just, supposed to yeah, say? Yeah, I just love your style. I'm well. I'm well. No, go on about bust. Please, please bust. But he got him. Bust it. You know, bust it. Bust your bust it up, Mike. Bust it real good. The 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 phone call thing with his mom, right? Uh, his mom called him. Was like, please don't take the fight. You're gonna get murked. Like, uh, all this stuff. Like, he's the baddest man on the planet. And then Buster Douglas said, like, oh, you should be calling Mike Tyson and saying that to his mommy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like legit, though. Right? God yeah. damn. And um, <laughs> right after that, his mom, bro, his, his yeah. mom, his mom. He said, had a Michael Jordan moment. He took it real personal, bro. <laughs> bro, for real, though. Like, because everyone, like, the odds were so low against Buster Douglas. He's like, you know, Mike Tyson ain't shit. Yeah. And he said that to his mom, like, oh, you better go tell out to him, you know, tell out to Mike Tyson. To, yeah. Right? yeah. To mama his, Tyson. his mama. And uh, she's like, you sounded just like your father. That's a man now. Mm. He's good. He, 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 she went around telling like, oh, my boy's going to beat Mike Tyson yeah. and all that stuff. I don't know. It's a heartwarming story. My yeah. favorite Mike Tyson story mm. is he has his own podcast now. Oh, yeah. And he recently had on, not recently, but in the last probably year, he had on Ryan Garcia, the YouTube uh, boxer, he's he's an actual boxer, but he's made a lot of fame on YouTube. Was didn't he? Wasn't he at the Creator Clash that just happened? Or yes. Is that, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you know he's he's actually a very well respected boxer, but he's just very viral on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked Mike Tyson, he's like, "Who in history would you have liked to fought against?" And you would think Mike Tyson would say like Muhammad Ali or like you know maybe Mayweather. Mike Tyson said Achilles. Achilles? <laughs> Jesus. Don't. Just to put you in the headspace of where this guy is at to this day. Yo. To the, like. To, Yo, I didn't expect that answer. There's some people that are just different. And I didn't expect that answer. There's, there's something. He might my, as well have been like Zeus. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he <laughs> might as well. But he's, he's like. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like Zeus, Poseidon, bring me all those fuckers. The fact that he said he's I mean? like Achilles. Yeah. He was the greatest warrior. He's like, not a god. He's like, no, yeah. no, no. Bring me someone who I like. I could have fought yeah. again. It's just fucking. Yo, how good would it have been if, though, if, like, instead of Achilles, he was like Thanos? Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, what? Like, you know, he's like, you know, like, you're Roman mythology, you know? <laughs> Dude, and the, the look on Ryan's face after he said Achilles, he's just like, God damn, like, what? Dude, my favorite Mike Tyson stories are much less anticlimactic. My favorite mm-hmm. stories are just him being on various podcasts. Pulling out a bag of mushrooms <laughs> and, and eating handfuls and handfuls while he's on the podcast and just camp. riding it out like a champ. You yeah, know? Those like, are like his Scooby snacks. Yeah. He's all fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he talks about how he takes like like bags of mushrooms all, like on a regular basis. So, yeah. When he was on Rogan a couple years ago, he, uh, he talked about how when he did DMT, he was really scared for like uh, probably like five minutes straight. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, it's because I'm because I'm a scared little boy." <laughs> and he just, like, opens his heart up to Rogan. He's like, "I was a bad motherfucker. I was a crazy motherfucker." But in reality, because I was just so sad, I was a little boy. I miss my dad. <laughs> you're like, Mr. Tyson, Mr. Tyson, were you scared of yourself? No, I just I looked myself in the mirror and I just I didn't like what I saw on the other side. <laughs> like, this is one of the scariest people on earth that's ever lived, and he's. Just opening up to a bald guy who's five eight <laughs> across from him. Hey, that's being generous. <laughs> yeah, he's five seven and a half. Oh, that's yeah. on a Tinder. Account. It's the plat. Yeah, it's yeah. the platformers. God damn. 
But I mean, that's a perfect note to like transition into this month of September, which is Mental Health Awareness. That not a lot of people know that it's uh, men's men men's men's mental health awareness month. Yeah. Correct. Talk about a mouthful, right? Am, yeah. I, am I right, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> pause. <laughs> that's a pause moment. But uh, yeah, man, I think uh, that kind of goes in line with you know me trying to be sober. It's now been a couple of weeks, and I mean I haven't noticed anything different. You know, it really doesn't kick in until about a month. But you now I'm excited for uh, better sleep and just. Not that I was like hitting the bottle every night, but I was mm-hmm. just having a few cocktails on the weekends, and a few became a lot, and it just better to reel it in, you know. What yeah, I mean? it adds up. It adds up. But now that you're going so many days sober now, have you noticed a difference in like appreciation of things? I know recently. Yeah, no, for sure. Had a trip to the windy city. Yeah, a man. Bunch of shenanigans over there, right? No, for sure. It um, it does just make you feel way more present. In moments where you just don't expect it as much. Um, when you're at a concert, you want to be having a good time. So naturally, you just have a drink or you smoke and, you know, all sorts of whatever shenanigans you want to get into. But I was at... Uh, you go to the bathroom, you take your pants down, you have your friend put a syringe of molly up your ass. And you're like, I'm just trying to have a good time, you know? Yeah, I'm just... You just want to you want to enjoy the was moment. Was that too specific? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, why would he use a syringe? Yeah, just lick well, his he, fingers he, and put a, him up there. <laughs> he's your friend, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to ride home or not? <laughs> Shove the molly up there. Um, and yeah, you know, like I was in a very big crowd. It was at the United Center, which is where you know the Blackhawks and Bulls play. Damn, and you were a stadium. Yeah, I mean it's a massive Arena. massive venue. And yeah, you're kind of just sitting there waiting for him to go on. And you know, we probably sat for like an hour and a half and watched the openers. And who sucked, so, by the way? Now Dave. the people who don't know who's him waiting for who to go on. Kid Cudi. Okay. Yeah. So I went. I was in Chicago this last weekend, which will actually move us on to the next topic. Interesting enough. Um, and yeah, you just feel really present in the moment because I'm just drinking club soda with lime. And oh, so you still sip it on something. Yeah, you know, just because you know, you're somewhere. Get the habit going. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, he's just performing and you're not like taking it all in when you're drinking. But when you're just like stone cold sober mm. and you're looking around and everybody's just kind of on their phone, like you feel really like existential. Like you're like, I feel like we could all fall. Like you start all these thoughts are going through your head of like, Oh, damn, like, hopefully there's not a fire. <laughs> I hope this person next to me scoots over. Hopefully it doesn't become a Travis Scott concert yeah. and I get... You get really neurotic, basically. What's mm-hmm. that? You get really neurotic. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I do personally. Yeah. But overall, I th- you just feel way more present. Like when More you, aware. Yeah, very aware. And, okay. you know, when Kid Cudi was performing and he, he, it was essentially a hits tour because he hasn't released an album in a while. Um, is you're just Was there ex- a lot of people on their phones, though? No, I just mean like while you're waiting. Oh, okay. okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what I'm saying is you feel very yeah. aware and present yeah. of everything that's going on, which like in the past I would just be like same on my phone, yeah. drinking, just like, oh, let's go get another cocktail or let's go, yeah. you know, go get some air. Let's have a, you know what I mean? Like it was very interesting. It was the first concert I've ever been to where I haven't like gotten high or drank. And especially at Kid Cudi, it would be like the perfect That's one true. to do it at. That is true. Because mm-hmm. everybody's just high. It's in the music. He's literally, he has a song called Marijuana. Yeah. And he has a ton of music about getting high. That's kind of his niche. The stoner lays awake at night. Night, night. Uh, I, day and night. What? 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 
Um, but what are some early memories of Kid Cudi? Because I remember Kid Cudi really blowing off in middle school, like when I was yeah, a same. wee young boy. It was 2011, I think, was Man on the Moon. And then I think uh, Indicud was 2013. Damn. So Man on the Moon Part 2 was probably in between there as well. Those as were yeah. my three favorite albums. Yeah, he really blew yeah, up with that. Yeah. Exactly. I went to go see him back in 2013 on the Indica tour. And yeah, man, I mean, he's, he's, he's one of my favorite artists of all time. Puts out amazing music. And he's one of the first few artists that are really connected to. Um, so to see him again almost 10 years later was, was quite a blessing. And Stone Cold Sober, so you can really appreciate like even the lyrics and the environment and like how other people are like reacting to this song. Dude, there was a guy in front of me, and uh, my fiance can attest to this. Mm. It, it might have been Kid Cudi's concert, but it was his moment. Like Damn. he was recording himself, like rapping along. <laughs> his uh, girlfriend was recording him, like smoking a blunt, and he's just like <laughs> waving his arms around, just like enjoying it. And I'm like. Fair enough. You know, if that's why you came to show. And, you know, it's not like the seats were great, so, <laughs> you know, but now he was really enjoying himself. And it's like that. Yeah, everybody enjoys things differently. See, this is really like a tale of two different, like uh, a tale of two different tales. Yeah. If I said that right. Uh, but, um, a story from two sides. Yeah. Same building, two views. And it, what's funny is one he, Harvey Dent, two faces. <laughs> yeah. He's probably in his second bedroom recording a podcast thinking like, oh, there was a guy behind me that was super lame. He was just standing <laughs> there bobbing, yeah, bobbing his head. I'm I had pretty, had all the fun for him. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was listening to a podcast while he was there. <laughs> he, was, he was talking to me about the Huberman Project. <laughs> How I need 10 minutes of sunlight every day. <laughs> How I shouldn't take cold showers after my workout. <laughs> Going to lead to hair yelling about a spa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's really funny though is <laughs> no man, you, Niles, <laughs> Illinois, man, Come King on, Spa. Man. You and me afterwards. There's a go- Korean grocery store <laughs> right across the street. I'm telling you, dude, you're gonna feel great. You're gonna feel so relieved. <laughs> it's not that weird. It's not that gay. You settle into it. Yeah. Settle- <laughs> After we shower, we hit the hot tub. Mm-hmm. We just enjoy our walk. <laughs> Um, this is the bros being bros but no, the, the last time I went to sorry were you gonna say something please continue come on now come on come now. on now fuck it out last time I went to a show it was in Chicago too I saw the bad wait Flogging Molly's right it's like a big Irish brand and I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a Celt this guy's very cultured to anybody who doesn't know like legit though it was a, like an, Ir- an Irish like folksy band we're talking about like the war and like IRA and like all this bullshit. Oh hell yeah, that's that makes. They, they, they went yeah. hard. They went hard, right? They were probably like fuck the queen. <laughs> oh, they were probably pretty happy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were come, celebrating. Come yeah. on now, but uh, you know, I, at the show and the previous shows before, I always get into an altercation. Some dude always like you know, because most of the shows I go to had some kind of mosh pit. Even the techno ones, they're like. You know, the big gigantics and the Mm -hmm. ZZ. I always get into some kind of mosh pit. And some dude always tries to, like, squares up and, like, in a friendly way. Or, like, they always assume I'm Samoan. So, like, either A, I'm Samoan or I'm some kind of, like, sumo, like, you know, martial (laughs) artist guy that, like, wants to square up. You want to get into it? It's a test of strength, really, with me. And, like, the same thing happened with me, like, a couple months ago when I went to the... The flogging Molly's like this. Irish Bro, you're show. a human buffalo. Of course, people are gonna. People are just gonna like always get with me, right? Yeah. And like I always get hit on by like drunk like moms at these shows too. My first show I ever went to was band camp with Caesar, right? I was uh, 16, uh, and these two drunk girls were like, they saw my actions in the mosh pit. No, no lie, 
saw me and they're like, they're like, oh, you're like the king of the mosh pit. I'm like 16. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty tough. <laughs> and like, they were like just the, these two like, you know, hefty moms that were just drunk and like just all over me and whatnot. <laughs> me and uh, uh, Caesar's Look, brother. Imagine being a parent and being impressed by <laughs> how sad is your life? <laughs> That the king of the mosh pit is is the guy you want to court. Mm-hmm. Not even like one of the drunk guys. Like this, kid, it, an underage pubescent boy. Yeah, who's <laughs> barely got facial hair. <laughs> oh, that makes yeah, it yeah I'm the king of the mosh pit. Yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, me and uh, Did I tell you I was on the football team. <laughs> I was just. Who were you, Donkey? I was Donkey and Shrek the Musical. <laughs> wow, you're really pretty, Miss. <laughs> But no, no, I'm not a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> but ever since then, every show I go to, I always get like hit on or like some like lady comes up to me and like, where are you from? And like pretend to be like my my uh, my date. So like no one tries to cut us off because it's always like an advantage for them. They're using me for something. Right. Oh, they're using you as a meat shield. Yeah. To get forward to the to yeah. the, the line or like, oh, there's this tall guy coming. Be great. this be this barrier. So the great white buffalo. Mm hmm. Yeah. So like, there's really a tale of two different perspectives when like shows. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I always seem to get into some kind of like issues. Yo, well, since we're talking about shows, I'm just gonna issues. say it. I'm glad I went to that um, Kendrick Lamar concert specifically with on this particular album. Oh, he was in Milwaukee, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, and I went to that one, and mm. like, I am super glad I did because I feel like I don't know. That's gonna be like a modern classic for me. Like I don't, I don't really care if a lot of people are gonna be listening to that album years from now. I know that I'm probably gonna be listening to that, like the way I listen to like certain Kanye West albums, where you just kind of have them on your regular loop. Um, so like, I'm super glad that I got to witness that, you know, in person, not like years down the road, whenever he came out and did like some, I don't know, like money grab tour that because he's getting old and he has some debts or some, some shit. kind of great yeah. album. no yeah. kid Gutty, kid yeah. sees ghosts. Yeah. No, yeah so like i'm really glad like like i got to see like the whole um ensemble and his um like dancing style the way he performs like he he's a he's a low-key underrated performer he has like a lot of um michael jackson type uh performance like i would say homages like the gloves the, the the suit the suit that yeah. I yeah i mean I, I keep seeing a bunch of things on tiktok of uh it'll be the music of like uh mexican music but it'll be kendrick lamar dancing on stage oh really yeah and that's it, like, hilarious because that does syncs fit. up perfect that does fit dude because it's so tribal mm-hmm. it's so tribal he's just like popping and locking and putting the step in you know he's having fun out yeah. there yeah yeah he's enjoying himself it's uh, how the liver king says, very primal. <laughs> wow, this really shows like the the dichotomy of this like the podcast, right? Yeah. You over here listening to Kendall Lamar, you over there seeing Kid Cudi, you know, a nostalgia right. favorite. I'm over here supporting the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say um, I didn't get into an altercation at my concert, but we mm-hmm. got into an altercation afterwards. Because in the parking lot? No, it was Mexican Independence Day over the weekend, oh, and it also hell. happened to be. You were there during that. I was, in, yeah, I was in Chicago during the whole thing. We stayed there the night, and so. Oh, you fucked up, dude! It was crazy. Yeah, it was, was a nutshell. My, so yeah, I heard it was like borderline lawless. 
it was borderline lawless. Like, so the, people just started doing donuts on Michigan Avenue. So get this. So, uh. you know, I mean, it was, and it took place not like south side, not like out of the city. It took place downtown by the, um, the what do they call it? The Millennium Park. No, not the Millennium Park. What are they Lincoln called? Lincoln Park. The, the no, Bean. They call it the the Beautiful Mile or the Magnific- oh, Magnificent Mile. The Magnificent Mile. That's where it took place. It yeah. took place by like the Prada, the Gucci store. Like this wasn't out of oh, the way. Oh, the shopping district over there. Yes. Jesus. So Christ. we so from the United Center to where we were Yo, staying. That made, it, that made it a little bit cooler, actually. It was actually really. Bad I'm more ass, scared. Yeah. Think so, of all the property damage it could have caused. Dude, all right, it, Susan from the block. <laughs> shut the fuck up. They were on. using um, dump trucks to block off streets. They completely cut off the expressway so they wanted everybody coming in one way and everybody leaving one way they wanted to see everything there yeah. was full feds out there full everything and i mean it was quite the fucking spectacle. i heard people were like just drinking on the streets like taking Dude, shots off the back of so this is trucks. what i mean to we got into an altercation afterwards so we get inside my uber mm. and i wasn't able to see the driver because he was i was sitting right behind him but my fiance to the right back seat said he was shaking the whole time. It stunk of weed. And he was like, I'm going to take you over here. It's going to be a quicker road. We, he must have been on a sightseeing tour because there was cars all in front of us. There was people. Uh, the car immediately in front of us had two teenagers hanging off the back seat out, out of the car, holding onto the sunroof, drinking tall boys, Mexican flags everywhere, people honking. Jesus We Christ. got to a stop sign. The car in front of us that I'm telling you about, the people leaning in the back, mm. got out, lit up a firework. And this wasn't like a pew, pew. I mean, it went fucking in the air and exploded everywhere. And we just kept driving. It was fucking bananas. And yeah, people were drinking on yeah, the streets. Go next year. We should they go. were honking. We should definitely go for yeah, we should go for I mean, what, vlogging purposes or just for fun. Yeah, we should go. What perfect timing? Because they says decriminalize like any bail bonds, cash bonds. That's gonna make it even crazier. <laughs> exactly. They're just out there doing donuts, drinking on the streets. Dude, it was. You could hear music from everywhere. There was this guy that while we were waiting for the Uber mm. had Mexican flag and looked over at us on the sidewalk, and I was like, "Viva Mexico!" And he's like, "Yep." Bah! And just <laughs> drove off. <laughs> we're like, okay. Um, Do so you have a low rider while he was doing that too? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pickup trucks. In a, way? <laughs> a lot of no camaco trucks. No camaco uh, trucks. But no, I mean, that, that kind of segues, segues great into uh, the independence of a lot of uh, South American countries. Um, in a country, not a country, but an island that does not have its independence um, is Puerto Rico. Yeah, they're part of what they're part of the fifty states, aren't they? They're, they're part uh, of the union. Yeah, they're not a state. They're yeah, a, no, what are they called? The union. Protectorate or a territory? Yeah, yeah. Same with Alaska, ain't it? No, Alaska is a state. <laughs> Alaska is a state. <laughs> yeah, Alaska is a state. What's the other that, thing? Yemen, Hawaii, Hawaii. Dude, Dude you're really gonna have to edit the shit out of this one. You got no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm no. You just say Yemen, which is in the Middle East, is we, a state. Well, Guam. I know we control one of those places. Yeah, well, Guam. it's Guam and American Samoa yeah. and yeah. Puerto Rico. Yeah, the, and, the and places no one gives a shit about. Uh, where's the Bikini Atoll? The Bikini Bottom? That place too. You mean Marshall the, Islands. I the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller, Chris Jericho. That's right. Exactly, brother. <laughs> But Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Arriba. And its most famous export, reggaeton, has been in the news lately because mm-hmm. uh, Bad Bunny put out a 22-minute uh, music video with his song Apagón, which means the shut off in Spanish. 
And when you hear the song, you're just like, damn, the song goes hard. I never paid attention to the lyrics other than I like pussy from Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm very, from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico has the best pussy. Yeah, which is a great mm-hmm. song. Uh, but it yeah, goes hard. Out a, a, Do you agree with the sentiment, buddy? I've never met anyone from Puerto Rico. Um, and I've only met one guy, and he turned out to diddle little kids. So. Oh, Jesus. Puerto Rican? No. Yeah. That took a left turn. I, see, I knew yeah. I didn't like Bad Bunny for a reason. No, he wasn't the one diddling little kids. He's oh. the one kissing guys. Oh, what? Why isn't he kissing me? You know what I mean? Oh, like, my God. But, no, yeah, Puerto Rico, the the, the thing, um, it's like a documentary series, right? 22 Minutes. Uh, Viva, aquí viva gente, which in translation means people live here, yes. right? And it's like, yes, it's like four minutes of like this badass, like, we get the best pussy from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is the best and all this stuff. And then it gets into like this heavy, heavy stuff of like the electricity power outages from Hurricane Maria or Martha. I think Maria. Maria in uh, 2017, about five years ago. I don't know about you guys, but I will always be proud. And like when people talk about like how America has nothing to offer. I will always remember when Donald Trump gave them rolls of paper. I don't G- know about you guys. He gave I them rolls of paper and withheld $20 yeah. million. Dollars in it New- reminded me, that picture reminded me of when the soldiers lifted a flag on Okinawa. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Same, it was same, It was same. just like, it brought like tears to my eyes. Yeah. I love Puerto It was a beautiful Rico. moment. I love the popu- I love the population. I love the climate. What more would they like? <laughs> I love their bunnies. Some are good. Some are bad. Some are gay. I don't know. I don't know. But hell, hell yeah. that's all. That's all we did for them. And unfortunately, it didn't help. We barely did. Yeah, we barely did anything. They twenty million dollars. We, we fucking did nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how like the so that's like twenty seventeen hurricane five years ago. Yeah, Mar- Maria, Martha, what have you? Maria, some, some indigenous indigenous name. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're not racist again. <laughs> yeah, some some um, um Aboriginal name. Aboriginal. Aboriginal. They're from Australia. Did bro. you wait? Did you read the script that Phil prepared at all? This is gold right here. The Mad Rabbit himself released a music slash docu video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Mad Rabbit. The himself. Mad Rabbit. Bad <laughs> boy. <laughs> the Mad Rabbit. I like that. Oh, I like man. that. Where's my phone? I need to bring that up. Like, oh, yeah. Bad Bunny is already in English. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, you, really, you, really, you fucking moron. I love you. The mad rabbit himself. But no, it's crazy because uh, like... Uh, right next to you, by the th- way. Oh, if tell you us why it's crazy, Phil. Uh, they had a power outages in 2017. And so they've been like dealing with electricity issues already, right? Yeah. And as far as like natural resources. But... Before the big crisis and during the crisis, well, actually, right after the crisis, a lot of Wall Street people went in there like, now it's time. Now it's time to invest in Puerto Rico and just like laid the foundation to the current state of Puerto Rico now, which is awful for the, like, the local natives, which is what Bad Bunny uh, illustrates in the 22-minute music video slash documentary thing, Aquí uh, Vive La Gente, Here Those People. And like it's seen like these, these story accounts from like... Uh, uh, these communities that have been there for 30 years just being uprooted. Generation just, after generation, yeah. Within like a 30-day notice, it's like, bam. Like, yeah, generations of yeah. different Puerto Ricans. See, when you think of the state flag of Puerto Rico, you think of like two kids on like like dirt bikes right around like a pile of trash on fire. I wasn't thinking that. No. <laughs> no. I wasn't thinking that. 
And the Dominican Republic, they're like Mexican, ain't they? They're like Haitian and Mexican. Yes. See? I'm cultured. Come on, man. Anthony Bourdain, more like Phil Corral. No reservations, brother. <laughs> Come on, man. So to explain what's going on, there's been uh, a lot of people moving into the, the Puerto Rico mm-hmm. with a lot of money because there are, there are tax benefits. Oh, yeah. uh, and there's also no taxes on cryptocurrency, real estate, and I believe there's a couple other ones. Um, no capital gains tax neither. So you can right. just go out there and make a killing. Right, so Logan Paul taxes. Yeah, what's that? No, he was just saying that you go out there, make a killing, and pay very little taxes. Mm -hmm. Correct. And you're you're taking American money, and because technically it's an American property, you're using the dollar. So you know over there runs a a bit higher, and you can still have the same currency, so you don't lose any in the the transfer. Yo, if Um, anybody's looking for a book to read up on like a subject like this, uh, yes. Naomi Klein um, is like a, a writer for The Intercept and has been for a long time. Wrote the book on disaster capitalism. And her like case study was Katrina, after, or I'm sorry, New Orleans after Katrina. And she like basically wrote the, the book on this phenomenon, labeled it and everything, like giving it the name disaster capitalism. Mm-hmm. You know, after a disaster, like the vultures come in, like literally vulture capitalist Wall Street people with large coffers and they'll buy up the public goods and uh, privatize them. Similar to how Alex Jones was talking about how there's a disaster. No, 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 we're not going down this route. Okay. <laughs> but they privatize their, uh, their, their light, which their, their, their electricity, their, yeah. Mm. And, um, well, the electricity, the light and their land. Some of these public beaches that like since within the past, like five years, since of the hurricane Maria, uh, all these investors from Wall Street, these Logan Pauls, these Brian Talbans, these um, Gucci designers and you know fashion designers, clothes designers are moving down there. The, the crypto bros are moving down there and like having uh, construction sites built around these public beaches that have been Puerto Rico for so many years. And now you can they no longer have access. People, yeah. No longer have access. They had a huge uh, – one of the, uh, the investors tried to build a pool next to the beach, next to El Dorado. Right, which is one of the like the the best beaches yeah, in Puerto Rico. It's one of Rico. my favorite movies. Both of them, the John yeah. Wayne and the cartoon. <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, man! Let's go! But the fucking um, so the investors try to build a pool next to the you know the fucking beach, and on top of that, they try to build a wall keeping people away from the beach. So they a bunch of like the protesters started like halting the uh, the production of the construction. Um, out there on the beach, right? It got so bad that it went to eventually to court, the Puerto Rican Supreme Court, whatever the fuck that is, which is technically us, isn't it? <laughs> no. No, it's still private. It's still not private, I should say, but it's still like their own government. Their own bodily doing, government. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They went to court and they deemed it illegal to have any kind of construction that builds a wall that inhibits people from publicly accessing it, right? Yeah. So. You know, what do they do? They don't take it down at all. They just leave it as it is. It was eventually up to the people to take it down with the protesters. So, like, there's, like, a big movement of, like, the small, like, underdog story of, like, the people against, like, these big investors, bankers from Wall Street. Developers. These big YouTubers, developers, crypto bros. Yeah, yeah and also these, the same people you're talking about with, with all the money are mm-hmm. doing uh, campaign donations to a lot of the government officials. Which is why they're able to still keep getting away with it. There's actually yeah. a uh, there's been 
I think somewhere like 600 schools have been closed in the last 10 years. It's so heartbreaking because you like because the yeah. documentary also like the from Bad Bunny definitely check that out. La Akiviva Hente um, talks about like like the dudes coming out there like oh this is the school I used to go there you know I Miss Martinez was so hot I used to have a big crush on her you know like Hallmark moments. Miss like Martinez that. was his aunt. Oh I mean I don't judge him you know keep you know Puerto Ricans man. So what was the name it's, of the the documentary or Luis you might it's uh it's called well if you just look up Bad Bunny El Apagón Aquí Vive Gente okay you'll find it you'll find it so there's obviously Dope. the song that's about three minutes long but the documentary slash short film is about 22 now, minutes since you guys brought up schools and like that sort of stuff have mm-hmm. you guys been like keeping up with similar events that are happening in Wisconsin um with like hurricanes like no. with the new with the new Republican governor and the new like like Republican legislatures like um wait Tony Evers is not the governor no, anymore Republican legislatures oh are they the legislature he, is governor. different from the governor oh the governor candidate Tim Michaels no he uh want they want to the Republican Party in Wisconsin wants to privatize school by twenty twenty three. All schools. All schools? Yeah. And what's the benefit of that? Because like um they're gonna set work on a voucher program and they're counting that like you're gonna send your kid to a school or a Christian school. Because like the Christian like wing of the US and the Republican Party are almost lock and step. Is there like a like it's a, a more of incentivized for the kids for the families that it's cheaper for them no, to go like, to Christian schools like, or they're still going to be paying the same amounts for like they do now for like public schooling and food. Well, and, that, well that's the know. thing. Like it's a gamble that you don't really know which way is going to roll. Like like it could like just blow up like public school systems and then like overcrowd like a, a different school system, or it could just become this like teeter totter balance of like. Everything seems to be underfunded, or who knows, right? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I would be making it up, but I know that those are their intentions. Would that be so they've, bad? Like, said it out loud. Would that be so bad to go to a privatized Christian uh, uproot in Wisconsin? And then learning that abortion and being gay and all that stuff is is a certain kind of way. All right, you know what? You make some valid points, sir. Yeah. You you you've okay. And I see telling you you from. can't outgrow your hair. Like we've heard from like yeah. a friend that sends their child to one of those schools. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. had yeah we've had um, a mom on. But the, they're Catholic. The show a That's a ago. Catholic thing, ain't it? Yeah, like well, so Catholics are considered the liberal Christians, dog. What? Yeah. It's yeah. not really a, a religious thing. It's more like a, if your boy's gonna be in this school, he must cut his hair short. It's kind of like that. You know what I mean? Wow, posh and proper. Or kind of like mm-hmm. smack the gay out of him, but but yeah. th- that's the funny thing though. Most like Christian based, uh, you know, paleo Republicans, which is like a term that are like more like Republicans based leaning toward Christianity, right? The WASPy families are like mostly gays, right? They're the most closeted homosexual people <laughs> that are like, you know, getting caught like in hotel rooms with dudes and all this yeah. stuff. So. I will say every uh, person of the LGBT community that I've met uh, started off as a Christian. Really? Yeah. yeah. Every single one I've met started off Christian. Wow. I hadn't heard that one. No, not one single person I've met. And I've, trust me, I've done my research. Um <laughs> You've asked every single one about but, their religious beliefs? Well, no. I'm just <laughs> I mean, can you blame them, though? They made Jesus Christ so fucking hot. 
Yeah, dude, he, yeah. He's got six packs. He's you out. did not. He's got that smoldering face looking at the. Dude, he's wearing a loincloth. So stoic. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's got that defining jaw. No, it just so happened that, like, uh, most of the people I'd met, like, had, had, that eventually comes out that I'm like. I'm like, so uh, were you like atheist growing up? And they're like, no, nah, man, I was like full Christian. And I like believed in the system. And I'm like, that's so interesting. The system made me gay. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what happened to you, Phil? What? Uh, me? <laughs> I'm a law-abiding, a faith-abiding citizen. Yeah, you're a what was the last time you were at church? Oh, well, your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> your wedding? Valid point, yes. <laughs> so I got my card for the year. Yeah, exactly. As long as I keep doing good deeds out there, you know. Yeah. Um, making marking both points with the big man Hell upstairs. Yeah. Real on, quick, man. uh before we move on, and I have a interesting uh topic. Mm. It's modern day you know, colonization, especially with the day of uh rape and genocide of indigenous people day coming up. Um Christopher Columbus Day? How dare you call it that? Come on, you fucking bigot. Come on. Um, no, man, I think people should keep their eye on this and actually, you know, do more than just put a bad bunny link in their Instagram story. Like, mm-hmm. actually, like, hey, this is a problem. And if it's starting right now in Puerto Rico, people have done it in Mexico for the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, they'll just go down there and, and spend their millions and, you know, live like kings while they treat the people like trash. Like, it's going to keep happening. Justification, so, right? Yeah, and then they the thing that makes that place beautiful, they want to get rid of. They want to make it just shitty the way that it was where they're from, right? So you see a lot of people from L.A. moving to Austin, and now they are they brought all the homeless people with them. Yeah, now Austin's pretty much like a war zone. Yeah, now Austin's like, all the locals are like, what the fuck? Like, we didn't expect this. Like The, the property tax went up exponentially in the past two years. Infrastructures can't keep up with the amount of people moving, and it's just like... It's just not helping out. Yeah, you made a valid point. It starts with Puerto Rico, and it starts with like like these little like domestic places in America, with like L.A. and Texas. But soon it's gonna be state by state, you know. Dude, it it happens to like Geneva in the Walworth County area every summer with like all these darn Indonesians mm-hmm. coming into my land and want to use my beach where I'm from. All these people coming from their you know third world states. They're wearing they're they're wearing their uh, their old navy. And I'll be gosh darned that I want to drink some Pabst Blue Ribbon on my beach, and I can't do that. So you guys PBR. have malort? Every year we have to get back at them, right, by beating the bears? <laughs> hey, the bears. 27-10. Fair. 27-10, baby. Every year, that's the only joy we get after. They just show up towns all summer. We'll wait till fall. Like, wait Aaron Rodgers will get you back. Yeah, yeah Justin Fields is coming up, isn't he? No, he's not. <laughs> you forgot we had the refs on our side. <laughs> Justin Fields. Uh, speaking of Fields, you know, this whole, like, Mexican... This uh, what, is that not a good segue? No, it's a great segue. I'm sh- well. Hold on, let me get, let me get to this the field segue. Atheist, so, a- Mexi- wrap up Puerto Rico. Mm. I do want to say I like. I do kind of challenge you guys locally to keep more of an eye on your backyard rather than keeping an eye on such an international lens. When mm. when the same thing is quite literally happening in your backyard, and you are way more likely to have an impact in your backyard than you know an ocean away so that was just being my final closing statement on that i, I hate married you so much you're just you become such a dad 
You're, you're wearing flannels. Talk about getting new balances. Before we start making an impact across the world, how about we make your own bets first? I how mean, about we take a look outside? I mean, is Jordan take Peterson a look wrong in the all mirror. the time, <laughs> All the time, uh, yes. What's wrong right. with men? <laughs> <laughs> we need nothing. <laughs> we need more men. <laughs> But goddamn! Um, but you do make a valid point. Look, you know, in your own, you know, stomping grounds before you can make a valid. Challenge. Yeah, I would agree with that. But yeah. also with uh, Puerto Rico, I know you guys talk about like Hurricane Maria, but literally like Hurricane Fiona was upgraded to Category Four today. Like, down oh yeah, they're, they're about to get they have a new one. Yeah, yeah they, they have a new, a new one. one. It's been That's why this like, is this whole week. Uh, it's been okay. like destroying them. Okay. Yeah. Like, that. Yeah, it's been, it's been hit pretty bad. Right. In the documentary, they talk about like houses that were like ravaged from the first hurricane, and the troubles that they went through to get like insurance covered and like you know any proper like documentation, Probably like pulling like, teeth to make shit happen. Exactly, and now they just got hit with another hurricane. Yeah, yeah they still it's like a pretty bad hurricane. That's like, like having AIDS and then you get cancer. Yeah, because right now it's just having AIDS country. and then getting COVID. It doesn't have water, and then like two thirds <laughs> doesn't even have power. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. Um, yeah, at least the Logan Paul Bad Bunny side has power. <laughs> and you know what? You know who could be the savior for all this Puerto Rican bullshit? Bad Bunny. Turns no. Turns into Puerto Rican Batman. Logan Paul. Logan Paul is down there, and he hasn't helped out at all. Well, yeah, what happened to all these like crypto projects that were going to like save the they've island? They've done nothing. Well, he's busy. Ding doink fucking bombed. He made no money off what, it. What did you just say? Who's Ding doink? Dink Dink coin? Are you guys unfamiliar with this? No, I'm he made not. this whole. Is that, like, are you saying a person? Is that a I'm of saying a the coin. So okay. he he had this project that he was a part of. When you're saying uh, he, who's he? Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. Okay. Allegedly okay. made no money from it. However, you could always be paid in dividends and options. There's other ways that you can make money. File bankruptcy, it, take no loss yeah. at it. There's a lot of ways, right? Especially mm. once all you get into assets. Yeah, what happened to all these crypto brothers that we were going to go to the moon and motherfuckers never even made out of the state. So yeah, <laughs> Dink yeah. Doink was another one of those. He made a whole cartoon about it. It was like a song. It was South Park style. Um, and it did absolutely nothing. It fucking bombed a- alongside a bunch of the other coins that were Damn. marketed and pushed by all these influencers Damn. and they did nothing so well in the defense of the the lp you know good old logan paul good old lp over there uh he was training to dethrone roman reigns he's been in the gym just curling the curls walking up the elliptical or the stairmaster whatever he uses logan logan ball he, right. he's in the uh, the wwe spectrum spear and he's going back to saudi arabia and if you're familiar with any of the big wwe shows in saudi or the, they perform in saudi arabia it's always big money. Yeah. They pulled the Undertaker from retirement. They pulled the Heartbreak Kid, John Michaels, out of retirement. They, they pulled these old people from retirement for big money pays, right? Because they want the classics over there. They want nothing. Yeah, but the they classics. want the people they grew up on. Yeah. Most of their television is still in the '90s, so they're still watching this, this, the VHH. They just watched Brock Lesnar do the suplex on the big show that destroyed the SmackDown arena. They just found out Brock Lesnar was in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to be sad once good. he leaves. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. <laughs> They didn't come back like, oh no, the rock got beat. <laughs> Dude, I bet Saudi Arabia is way nicer than Wisconsin. Oh, I mean, not to their women, but I mean, yeah, I guess. That's, so. I mean, you're kind of taking that out of context, though. So if you're comparing like a very small portion of Saudi Arabia to, yeah, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I know. I just like I, I like these places are like luxurious as fuck. When like I'm, 
yeah, they're just like luxuries as fuck, you know, like, and you're right though. It's, it's, it's like a very small portion of, of the country. Like the rest of it is, yeah. is very suppressed and living in a different place. <laughs> Shitting in holes. Yeah. <laughs> like if you don't have a penis, you can't drive a car. Yeah, that is true. You got to walk everywhere. That is part of the culture though. We don't want to offend them. Yeah, no, 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 no. Sure. And you know, hopefully Logan Pauls brings more culture to Saudi Arabia once he dethrones Roman Reigns. Uh. For the Universal Championship. Logan Paul's just in every fucking combat like arena, just talking shit to everybody. Dude, he fought it? Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm guessing he made a lot of money off of that. He's, like, talk shit to NBA players, like, UFC dudes. Mm-hmm. Now, WWE dudes. Like, the top Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is, like, the most close to his actual size, though. Because Logan Paul's a big motherfucker. Yeah, And he fights... Big. He fights nothing but dudes who are like way over thirty, or like dudes dudes who are like thirty pounds lighter than him. And Roman Reigns is a beast. He's gonna yeah. smash him. But like, it's gonna be choreographed, and they're gonna like uh, just know. put on a good show. Yeah, put on put on the show, dude. Speaking of good shows, mm. you guys have to watch the next season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette because I watched the finale of The Bachelorette last night. And this shit was bananas. Dude, how many betrayals? Like, I love you, but in reality, it was you. And then the chick takes a rose. She's like, I love it, but I'm not ready. <gasps> Is that kind of like no, twist and even better. Ooh. So it already started. This most recent season of The Bachelorette. This is where I, this is where we're going to get the female audience. <laughs> the most recent season of The Bachelorette already started, interestingly, because for the first time ever, there was two bachelorettes slash bachelors. There was two bachelorettes. And the reason there was two is because in the previous season, which was The Bachelor, uh, the guy led on three women and was dating all three until the very end. Like, had sex with all three, was lying to the three of them. And the one that he ended up going with, he went off to live a fake fairy tale. So the two that were left over became the contestants for the next show. And already you're like, this sounds kind of like, how is this going to work? Because you get 20 guys in the room. And so they're like just trying to be in it to win it. But at the same time, they have to try to get with one, but maybe have feelings for the other. About halfway through, one of the guys literally fucking leaves one to try to compete for the other one when there was already down to like five on both sides. So he had already made it down to the final 10. And he's like, can I be honest with you? Sits down with the chick and he's like, I still have feelings for the other one. Like, bro, I'm I'm listening to this. I'm already bro was (laughs) bro was playing the long game. He was like, this one clearly likes me, but I want to get back with the other. Goes with the other one, gets kicked out after a couple weeks. No big deal. But then last night, finale, it's live. It's three hours, right? And I'm like, three hours, dude. I'm like, this is gonna be fucking bullshit, right? Both of them have an engagement at the end, but the one, one of the contestants. While the show had ended and they were getting ready for this finale, mm. the guy cheated on her with someone from back home. So they were living long distance, doing press, like getting ready for the show, blah, blah, blah. This guy cheats on her. They start talking to her. They're like, what did you think? You're obviously not engaged anymore. What do you, what's going to happen? They show the clip of them like having a conversation about how he cheated, why he cheated. The whole time he was projecting on her. He's like, well, you told me it was over and that it wasn't going to work out. And she's mm-hmm. like, when did everything I've said is on camera? When did I say that? And he's like, 
I don't know. You're just not trusting me. I don't know what's going on. Let's go. Goes outside the house, talks to the cameraman. He's like, I can't fucking do this. I can't fucking do this. He's calling me the bad guy. Goes back in. He's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why you don't love me. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, you did this. You haven't said you're sorry once. And then it cuts, the clip cuts. And then the producer of the show is like, have you talked to him since? And she's like, no. They bring him out. And he's like in front of a live audience. They're literally booing him. This ain't the fucking Bachelorette. This is Maury. Like it is high yeah. end ABC choreographed Maury. He comes out, says the same shit. You said me, you don't love me, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right. The producer looks at the girl and he's like, so can I say very clearly that it's over? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, all right. Well, normally we would cut to break, but there's a guy here who pleaded to come back and have a chance with you. And they bring out the guy who she turned down on the very last episode. The crowd erupts, cheers, and he's like, you want to get out of here? And I'm like, what the fuck is going? Like, this is not real. And so they go off, and the producer's like, so this is really awkward. And the guy's still sitting there. And the guy he's that like, cheated at the very yeah, end. He's like, stuff. can I go? And he goes, I don't know. This is really weird. I wasn't expecting this to happen. He's like, you're pissing it on purpose. <laughs> and people are just cheering, whatever. The next couple goes on. They have a fantasy, whatever. They got engaged in Mexico, no big deal. But then they have on the contestant of the next Bachelor that's going to start airing. And they're like, your season starts now. They bring out five girls. They introduce themselves or whatever. Then the piece of shit producer is like, can you tell me any of the names of the five girls you just met? And it's just dead fucking silence. (laughs) (laughs) And the five girls are just standing there like, no. (laughs) One of them. And he's like, um... Brittany? Literally. (laughs) It was like... Like... God damn. <laughs> Balin? And he's like, you're close. It's Bailey. <laughs> and they show the camera to them. Just, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It, they just clown the poor dude. This guy is like I mean, shitting I guess not the poor dude. bricks. <laughs> like, you guys have to watch. I mean, it is fucking. What is the show called? Total Drama Island? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. It was so made up. And I'm like. All right, I can get behind this. <laughs> I can fucking Damn. get behind this. That's You're a real soap opera right there. So then now, the four of us in here right now, mm. what is, if you were going to, well, one did on this. If you were to go on and become a contestant of The Bachelor, what is the one question that you would ask the other person? And when they ask you what your biggest red flag is, what would your answer be? And I feel like, Phil, you know what your biggest red flag is, so I'll start with you. Oh, if I'm on The Bachelor and I'm... Oh! <laughs> Will you have this, Rose? There we go. Get into it. Now, Juliet. Uh, is that a little too close <laughs> to a certain name? Oh, Juliet. <laughs> we'll I'm going Romeo and Juliet here now. Hold on. We'll right, cut that out. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going biblical here. Yeah, you're oh, going yeah. biblical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Romeo and Juliet. John 3.16. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Stone Cold 3.16. <laughs> but uh, let me get back to character here. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to win it for the prize. Because you get a million dollars or what, $100,000 too? Uh, and no. the lady? No. no. You, you just get the person, no? You get the person, you get a ring that's, bless you, that's worth about $100,000. And you also get to 
if you're the main bachelor slash bachelorette, you get to pretty much travel the world for free. Um, they send you to Mexico. I mean, you have all these like insane dates. They like put you in a jet. I mean, it's crazy. No, uh, Juliet, we've been talking for about 12 weeks now. We're getting close to the grand prize. But in reality, the grand prize is your heart. Uh-huh. Now, how about we quit this silly business, this theatrical show for the cameras? We go back home, we make a sick porno, we leak it ourselves, and we make all the money. There we go. That is the really question you would ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right? What was the question? Yeah, what was the question? What was your red flag? <laughs> what is your biggest red flag? <laughs> I feel like you just took, like, you, you think you just got placed on the set as a contestant. <laughs> I, I was putting myself in the shoes. That's, yes. how, that's how you win. Yeah, you didn't listen to the question. <laughs> No, if anything, for you, I would have said that you would have been like Lenny mm. from Mice and Men. You know? <laughs> you know? Like the biggest red flag? Yeah, you would have, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, ladies. Like, my one worst thing or red flag <laughs> is that I love too hard. <laughs> I don't know. I feel how like that is your biggest. Love. I feel like that might be your biggest red flag. I love. Wait, so we're talking about my personal love flag? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You have well, to ask the contestants a question, and what is your biggest red flag? I thought I was looking for their red flags. And the red flag I kind of like the way this, you know. this developed, though. Yeah, I do like the way this like developed. <laughs> Luis, you got any answers for that, buddy? My biggest red flag is I'm way too honest <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it is impossible for me to stop that. Do but I what, look fat in this? What would I, well, dude, I'd go up there and I'd be like... I don't even know what name to use. I'm like going through the list of like names. I'd, I'll pick a gender neutral name. Skeleka. <laughs> you have been such a treasure to be around. And it has been a journey with you. And it's not about the journey. It's about the destination. What's your body count? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That would be the only that's, way. That's a red flag right there? That's not a red flag, but it'd be like... He said right. his red flag was he's too honest. That's my red oh, flag. Oh, yeah. what's your red... F- oh, the body yeah. counts, the honesty thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. But that's a valid point, though, right? Is this I'd be like, we've made it to this far. I need to know if I'm going to be engaged to a slut or a good Christian lady. Am what's I- your preference? Well, it depends on the lady. <laughs> <laughs> Which answer are you hoping for? Depends on the lady. <laughs> if I'm like, you look like fucking boring. And she's like, I've had sex with 55 guys at once. I'm like, sign, oh, so you're sign a pig. me up. <laughs> sign me up. So you're, you're a pig. <laughs> but if they're like two, I'm like, I can, I'll get down on one knee. <laughs> you know, I'll get down on one knee. We're about to make that three. About <laughs> <laughs> to make that two and a half. That's Come on, great. Wait, what? That's fucking great. What about Juan? Biggest red flag. I mean, my biggest red flag, I think, is pretty obvious. Like, I'm a lot stupider than (laughs) (laughs) than I I come off initially. I feel like you learn that the further deeper you go. (laughs) I feel like, like, just just be honest with that, you know? Um, That's number one, first and foremost. Uh, I guess. You're stupid. I know you think I'm a real scholar, but. (laughs) No, I'm pretty fucking stupid. You're in for a surprise. (laughs) No, I'm pretty stupid. I usually order off the kids' menu. No, this uh, <laughs> I try to lie about my age at restaurants. Um, I mean, and if I had to ask a question, 
um, I would ask them who they would most like like to have dinner with. Because, like, I feel like it's a super easy question that kind of, like, reveals a lot about yourself. That could go in so many ways. They could say something really, like, oh, you know what? Like, uh, I might ask two or three or something like right. that. Right. You know? They're like, uh, to get a general feel. But I feel like, like, if they tell you some real airheaded answer, there it is. Right. Know? They could say, like, Tim yeah. Ferriss, and you're like, all right. Or they could be like, I fucking love Call Her Daddy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Call her. It'd daddy. be really funny if yeah. she was like Jordan Peterson. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you're like, I guess I'm down. Dude, if they say Alex Jones or Molyneux, Stefan Molyneux. Dude, what if they said Ben Shapiro? Andrew Tate. Oh, yeah. Yo, if they say Ben Shapiro, it's probably like a sexy Jewish girl. And All it, right, now I'm back on board. Yeah, I was going to say. So there we go. Like, Come on now. Damn right. Can we please film uh, a one-day Bachelor for Phil? Fair. Can we, can, we, can we take video of Phil trying to pretend to be a pickup artist? Trying to pretend? You mean pretend. successfully? Or that, you know, pretending to be a pickup artist and then successfully picking them up, you know? I feel like pickup artistry is kind of low, bro. What he, he would be practicing something at a higher level. Look, man, the only reason why there's any pussy left is because <laughs> I didn't trying. get there first. <laughs> That's a famous quote by Ben Simmons. That You're leaving some for the rest of us. That's why anyone... Ben has, Simmons, the basketball player? Yeah. The reason why anyone has a girlfriend left is because Ben Simmons didn't get there first. You know? And I could, That's it, fair. By the, the dude's a stud. Yeah, see? He can't shoot, but the dude's a fucking stud. Who's that, like, old-timey basketball player, Kareem or something, that Kareem to, who claimed to fuck, like, 2,000 girls? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I swear there's, like... Some all time look up all time. You mean Magic Johnson? <laughs> all time NBA player <laughs> fucked two thousand people. I, I think it might have been people too. Like he didn't I, discriminate. I know Ric Flair has mentioned that he slept with like a hundred thousand ladies before. The first two searches are X videos. Fucked basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I'm looking for right now. If you want to send that link over for production purposes. <laughs> Well, I, how many? Oh, Will Chamberlain. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's Will more Chamberlain. Like it. Did there Will you. Chamberlain sleep with twenty thousand women? I told you. Mm-hmm. See, I was low. Like I was. By the way, thirty-one thousand points in the NBA. It's impressive. So if he started having sex at the age of fifteen to the age of fifty-five, forty years to sleep with twenty thousand women. That's five hundred women a year. That's one point four women per day. Dude, so he's had he has to do at least a threesome every other day. Yeah, no, dude, he's that feels that feels like too much. He's out of his fucking. That feels like too much. I don't know with the name as Chamberlain. You know what? That's a powerful name. That's why they they make uh, kids finish high school in order to go to the NBA <laughs> because there's that there's that there, famous clip. There's too of, many idiots <laughs> like this one. <laughs> there was that famous clip of Kevin Garnett not being able to read on live TV, <laughs> and they're like, "Man, we are doing these kids an injustice. <laughs> we need to make him go through basic English and basic math, just be able to live the moment they're done." <laughs> God damn, it's bad. Well, uh, any closing notes? You know, honestly, I learned so much today that uh, I didn't think I would learn. I like from the beginning of this podcast to where we are now. I am proud to say that I'm a Bad Bunny supporter. Not yeah. for the I want not for the music. Oh yeah, just to emphasize. I think his music's garbage. Yeah. Oh no no no. That's Puerto Rican, right? Oh no no no. Ooh. 
Mm. Bring it home, Phil. Bring it home. Folks, after a long day, and uh, reintroducing ourselves with Leo over here, uh, it's important to remember that um, communities can be taken away. Cultures can be taken away. Precious moments like we're having now with the bros, with you, our viewers at home, can be gone in an instant. But before that happens, like and subscribe so you can be cemented in history with the bros. As you can see, I, I'm planning to take over Puerto Rico. <laughs> As you can see. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, I am so grateful to be present and here with uh, some lovely fellows and the viewers and the listeners. And it's just nice to, to be alive and here right now. Mm-hmm. Live, present, and well. And together. Leo, any final words? Well, thanks for having me, guys. It's been fun, you know, learning a lot from you guys. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm excited a lot to see of crazy. You, uh, other crazy shenanigans we get into. Exactly. Yeah. Juan, Juan, bring it home. End, end the show. Come on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, please remember, above all else, like and subscribe. Make sure you visit our platform and our content on as many platforms as possible. And above all else like and subscribe that's all i gotta say